Hello everybody, it's Corne Durant here, um, Rugby Coffee and this is our podcast episode 7. We're calling it Catch the Ball and Run With It. Um, lots have happened since the start of our um, Rugby Coffee journey and our first episode in July. Um, now we're in episode 7, we had a bit of a delay on you know, um, getting our next episode out just because... You know, there's lots of stuff going on, and um, we're going to talk about it today. And with me is my partner, Tinas Pinar, um, and he is joining us from lovely Canada. Where in Canada are you? Hello, Tinas. Good morning, Kone. Um Good to chat again, mate. Uh, good morning from a nice, warm Canada, <laughs> record weather, and it's um, just outside of uh, Toronto, Windsor, Ontario, mate. About three hours from Toronto. Okay, what's the time over there now? Time at the moment is six fifty-nine, seven o'clock on the dot. <laughs> nice and early for you. Yes. I've, I've got a twelve o'clock in the UK, which is a decent time. So, but you're early risers, so it's a good thing. So, Tina, from when we started this journey and getting to where we are now, lots have happened. Um, so in, in, in your case, um, there's been a whole change. You, you've been in South Africa not even less than 12, what's it, two weeks ago, and now you're in, in Canada. So why don't you catch this ball and run with it, explain to people where, what's happened and where, where you are and what you're doing? Yes, Koros, thanks, man. It's... Uh... Yeah, to say the least, been um, an exciting, terrifying journey the last month because uh, just as you passed the ball to me, now life passed the ball to my wife and I. Um, and after six years in Somerset West and uh, walking a beautiful road with Paro Valet, um, life passed us that ball and it was a medical ball and it had to do with our family back home in Canada. Um, and yeah, within a week, my wife was back on a plane as a Canadian and as a Canadian citizen with her family back here. She flew back home, mate, to be here for um, the family and in, in time of need, as I say, in a medical emergency. Um, and I, I had to make that call, Corne, uh, and I think you um, understand too, as a husband. Uh, it's been 10 years that my wife has sacrificed her life for me in South Africa. Uh, me pursuing a rugby dream and a career and her being that supportive rock. And um, it was time for me to to follow suit and be here for her in her time of need. And that's what uh, what happened. So on the Monday, I spoke to I went to my boss, my friend, David Sheng, explained the situation to him. And he said, Tinas, until you get on that plane, we support you, buddy. And uh, that's why I say it was an amazing six-year journey. It was sad to go, but um, it's family. And as with rugby family, um, you know, they're there forever. So I built amazing friendships, got on a plane, um, said my goodbyes under all the COVID regulations and managed to, uh, yeah, make it to Canada um, and join my wife. And it's been, as you know, and you've been... <laughs> Part of this journey more than anybody else. It's my wife and, and then it's my partner. Um, you know that I had to quarantine in South Africa and I had to quarantine in Canada. So effectively, I spent 24 days 
under lockdown and was finally finally released on Friday. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what a relief. I um I know this has been a tricky one for you guys. You you were planning to go back to Canada at some point um in the future, but this was just a a push, uh, you know, in certain certainly one that was uh, forced on you. Um, but uh, you're now in Canada. What is the plan for you um, while you there? You know, I know you just just sort of landed and you've just got out of quarantine. But what's the plan now? You know what, Kune, I'm going to use the words um, a friend of mine, Andrew Davies, used last, last week. He said to me, Tinas, you have a blank page in front of you and you've got the coloring pen. Because that's technically what happened, mate. Um, I arrived here with uh, the idea, you know, I'm flying in as a visitor and I will see what needs to be done and um, be there for what I need to be. But it's perfect timing the podcast today because, you know, I'm happy to share that yesterday afternoon. Um, my wife and I decided to to make this a permanent move. Um, and we went and consulted an immigration lawyer and uh, did the first paperwork towards my permanent residency, mate. So from a business perspective for me and you, um, and obviously with my wife uh, understanding everything too, um, it's been a great move because with uh, Rugby Coffee and our growth and our areas of focus that we had, Canada and the U.S. certainly was part of the plan. It was just not part of the plan <laughs> 28 days ago. You get what I'm saying? So uh, it's expedited things. Um, and in actual fact, Kone, as you know, in life, um, there's always it's things are bittersweet. It's got to be bitter before it gets sweet. And uh, it's a bit of this and it's a bit of that. But again, you and I are rugby coaches. We're rugby men. Um, and that's uh, you always you're always open to the fly off kicking the ball right into the corner, and from there you're going to do a counter attack. What are your options? What is this? What is that possible outcomes? So I treat it like the game, mate. It's not just a game; it's a way of life. Yeah, you got to get that ball and run with it. But that's not the only option. You can always kick it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's, it's um, you know, from my point of view, very happy that you guys are now safe and you with family. Um, such a difficult thing being away from family and having that uncertainty if, if there's a problem. But um, you you now in a position where you can start up new. Um, we have this rugby coffee journey ahead of us still, and uh, it's been amazing how uh, our following has been grow growing over this a few months from, you know, April, May, now into November. Um you know, and you, you've got, like you said, we, we've got the focus to, to open up in the US and Canada, um, online, uh, with Roaster there and get our coffee out and, and people can help us make a difference through buying coffee. And, uh, uh obviously DTH is, uh, you know, he's, He's been back in, in Canada for a little bit longer than you. 
as an ambassador, you guys are now there and you guys can take the ball and run with it, as we are saying in this episode. But what else are you going to do um, while you're there? Because Rugby Coffee is in its infancy. Um, what are you planning to do? Well, Kornem, I, uh, as I said yesterday when I saw the immigration lawyer, that was the, the good part because um, uh, there were some unexpected things that we heard. And one of the good things was that um, as of January, I would be able to, you know, to legally pursue anything I want in Canada, uh, which is great because from that perspective, I'll be able to do coaching. I'd be able to apply for teaching positions again. I would be, uh, it's a blank page, mate, and I've got the coloring pen in front of me. My focus, first and foremost, is, you know, with the wife and the family. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm blessed and fortunate uh, to be collected today uh again blessed and fortunate that my wife is on my birthday saying you go and you go on this road trip because uh it's part of our future and i've got an old rugby mate of mine uh from 20 plus years aspen days when we played out in the states uh, and lived there picking me up and uh we're just going up to barry rugby um was about three hours from here um, I'm going to meet some people up there, speak to club executive, etc. Meet Tyler Leggett, got another guy from Upright Rugby Academy in Oakville on the way back. And also say hi to, hopefully, to Johnny Kaplan, the retired referee and fellow South African that's up in Richmond Hill now. Um, so, yeah, a nice uh, little trip, road trip, um, with a lot of meetings that, you know, not just came from my side, but from their side, guys that want to see me and want to find out, am I here, am I going back, you know, that I've spent a year out here before in Canada uh, when my wife and I moved here in 2011, or at honeymoon year and then an extended honeymoon. But uh, so, yeah, I'm going to pick up where I left off nine years ago um, and, and continue what I'm doing, mate. But it's not just a game, it's a way of life. So I'm going to, it'll be rugby based, that I can promise you. Uh, if it's within a school environment, great. If it's within uh, an academy environment, uh, like I did in 2011, even better. Uh, and watch the space. Um, I won't share it now, but very soon uh, we'll see something nice happening. No, that's great. Um, very glad that Rugby Network, that Rugby Family um, is coming through. And that's just the value it carries, uh, the game of rugby, isn't it? So, Mate, I, wanna, are, I, I just want to add to that. Uh, the Rugby Family and family is what has brought me through this last couple of months. And I mean uh, with what happened. And then uh, just with the rugby coffee journey to date, as you know, South Africa, um, Canada, America, uh, those are all, those are all, and then the UK and the whole of Europe, is, this is where our networks are based. This is where uh, the thousand followers came from. That's incredible. I want to congratulate you, mate. The Instagram, the the, the Facebook, um, those things have really taken off and succeeded just not just yours, I believe, but my expectations definitely. And congratulations. I think uh, I think we, we're heading in the right direction. But now being in Canada and the US on the ground is brilliant. Now we've got a footprint. No, that's amazing. No, we, for people, um, this this episode's being recorded on the 10th of November, uh, which is, you know, just, we just finished up, um, you know, a week ago, 
with with a bit of freedom and now in the uk we've got a lockdown two and um sure uh we've uh, very important that you know people are you know looked after those vulnerable um and we understand this lockdown but what it what it means for for us my business is um also in coaching um kids coaching and that means we had to stop some of our coaching um sorry mate uh, yeah but um you know it's it's for a month till the second of december and hopefully that will do the trick and that gives us a chance everybody a chance to get that um christmas with family etc um but uh we could we can continue with a couple of other things like school Schools are open, universities are open. Obviously, the the guidelines and the measures that they've put in very important, and and people are trying to keep to those. And yeah, it's 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 funny. This twenty twenty, the curveballs, the COVID has uh, uh, chucked us at us, but we are running with it, and we we gotta gotta run with it, and. Mate. It's great to yeah. It's great to see that um, you know there's a few things in rugby that sort of happened. You know, more professional rugby, elite rugby, because the means are there to for the testing, etc. And um, just want to celebrate that. And you know, Definitely. we we at grassroots level, I'm with London Cornish, and um, we had to stop um, over a week ago at our last session um on the wednesday and now it's finished for for this month um but england rugby has announced uh, that all leagues will be now not played this season and it, it will move on to next season um as it stands um hopefully by the end well after christmas there might be opportunities to do a ready uh, or return to rugby sort of games again um we'll see what that brings but um you know it's sad in one way but it's um small thing in a in a bigger picture and hopefully we can return to rugby soon and then obviously the announcement in this week about some vaccines that's sort of 90 percent sort of effective uh, for most people, they have to go through a few tests still to to make sure. But that's exciting, and you know, it's it seems that things are only up. Um, so we're excited about that. Courtney, yes, can I ma'am. pass you the ball quickly? I need yes, to, yes, I'm breaking down the blind side. Yeah, I picked up and I'm going, and I'm offloading to my eight. Um, during this COVID time and during the lockdown, something awesome happened. Uh, team selection and Twickenham. Why we haven't spoken about this? No one knows about this. Don't you want to run with that one? Yeah, I think the people who follow us will know that uh, we 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 luckily had. Uh, we've got a fantastic roster here in the UK, and they have been fantastic with us and helping us. Narrowing, narrowing down our coffees that we're going to put out into the market, and we narrowed it down. But then we had to decide, you know, which one of each are we going to um, pick, and that was our team selection. And we had a fantastic um, opportunity at Twickenham Stadium. 
we only were allowed six people, but they we've been uh, we hired a box and and the people there were fantastic and we got an amazing box overlooking Twickenham the pitch and uh, we invited people that um, that's in the coffee and rugby industry uh, whether it was a fan whether it was a player we had Emma Uran uh, there she's a England sevens player and Saracens fifteens women fifteens. We had um, uh, Alice Butter there from Butter Beans Coffee in Richmond. Um, somebody who knows the coffee industry quite well. We had um, Ben Pegna there. Ben, uh, his, uh, their business, family business, take coffee, tea, other UK products and distribute those around the world, especially uh, um the Middle East and Asia, um, and uh, you know we had uh, people from uh, rugby charity there. Um, you know we uh, were lucky enough to to also have a friend of mine who's a rugby fan, but also understands the rugby uh, the coffee business um, in, in the sort of uh, big company. Um, environment, um, uh, Rian Kingon, um, uh, and yes, we had Richard Bennett from the charity Bubezi Pride there as well. Um, I think that was all of us, including me. Um, uh, and yeah, we we just went through this process of testing the coffee, and, and you know, it's not easy to test a lot of coffee. Mm. <laughs> but we had some good feedback and it was a fantastic day and people were really good in terms of um, telling us what they think about our concept of um, selling coffee to the sports and the rugby market to get um, you know funds in and from that we can use some of that funds to support charities that we partner with. Um, using our brand ambassadors, using our uh, sort of rugby networks and rugby family. So um, it was a fantastic experience and now we've narrowed our coffee down and now um, we, I mean, we wanted to be online available uh, in October in the UK. Uh, we slightly delayed, but, you know, I'm very close. We are very close to setting yes. it out and then, then we're hoping for a thousand subscribers. It's an online subscription model plus single purchase. You know, we're hoping for a thousand subscribers to kick it off. See if we can get to that number. That's our target. And then you know, I think people will love the coffee. Um, and then as we grow, we are able to go and um, open up in South Africa, uh, US, and Canada, um, and then. We've got our plans on other countries like Japan, New Zealand, Australia, in the Middle East, South America, you know. Obviously, Europe is part of what we're trying to do with the UK. Um, you know, so big plans. And then, obviously, we're looking to expand our product range. So Brilliant. Exciting Brilliant. times. But, you know, uh, we are learning as we're going. And me and you have been learning a lot. Um, yeah. Most of it, we it? we um, need to try and um, understand our business and understand what we're trying to do. Plus, um, we 
once we're ready and we are running with it um, online, we are then able to sort of hand over to experts who can help us with the, you know, the marketing, Everything. make it even yeah. better to reach, yeah. get our reach out there to the right places and to the right people who will support our course, who yes. will love our coffee, will get on board and help make a difference. So it's been good. But obviously, you know, like me and you, we want to keep to a timeline. Uh, but, you know, we're slightly off it. But, uh, you know, the game is 80 minutes long and you got to keep in it. And you, yeah, and you need to make sure you be able to, to finish it off. Um, so that's what we're doing. And, um, and then we're yes, going to run with it, man. And I'm excited. Definitely. Definitely. That's great, Goros. I, um, I, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, this has come full circle. And you speak about the rugby family and you speak about, you know, um, targeting the rugby market and that we got that, um, that uh, almost approval from the team selection panel there, uh, that we're on the right track, the concept can work, uh, the coffee tastes good. And I want to add to that because um, at least prior to uh, leaving South Africa, we were lucky enough to, to get to speak and engage to two solid roasters, get ideas from them, also get a sample beans out very close to the UK uh, blend and, and model. Um, and I, when I say the rugby family and the rugby circle, because I drew it and it started with um, where I am sitting at now and hopefully very soon engaging with that initial rugby family, that initial phone call, uh, you know, someone that we blessed to have on an advisory board um, and, and get that going and, and hopefully have a, a roast set up in the US uh, and Canada plus the supply chain management, you know, all of that in place. And, and just, these are our dreams, but that's the game. You, you run onto a rugby pitch, uh, you're hoping for a win, you're hoping to walk off no one injured, you're hoping to walk off with pride, but uh, what happens in the 80 minutes is always up to each individual and what they bring. And, and that's, the good, that's the amazing part of a family and a teammate. We back each other all the time. Yes, definitely. Um, Tinas, can you uh, tell people about, um, you know, how we are looking to sort of make sure U.S. and U.K. is, is – um, U.S. and Canada, I apologize – uh, is activated in, in a in the near future because you know we have this family coffee family that's been advising us and you know they've been amazing and they have the capacity to help us further in the year and that can be a quick thing because we now have our coffees can you explain that to people and and now that you're there how much we can do I'll be back in a in a second. I just need to check something, but you you can explain to people. Good stuff, mate. Um, well, I think first and foremost, the uh, the good part is is that we're halfway there. When you say activate it, uh, in order to activate something, you need to have a demand. In order to activate something, you need to have people actually wanting it. Um, if you look at our back end, and obviously that's what you and I do all the time, is have been trying to via all the social media platforms sell the concept, sell the idea, um, make people understand that it's a charity-driven, firstly, uh, 
concept, uh, one that wants to make a difference at grassroots level, one that wants to develop the game, and one that wants to, through that, you know, plow back into what we love and what our passion is. So if you look at the back end uh, and our following and where people are currently, and obviously our brand ambassadors uh, and their reach, you know, a guy like Dallin Stanford in the US, who is our brand ambassador and uh, he's got a following of over 11,000 people just on one social media platform. He's got an active podcast that reached thousands. So, and he's, he's, he's one of the guys that is sitting saying, when am I, when can I have that coffee? Now, that's the great thing. We've built that demand. Uh, we, like in South Africa, we have the people sitting waiting for the coffee. At least they tasted the coffee that side because we had the roasters in place. Uh, we've, we're busy identifying, as you know, and, and engaging with an old friend of mine with regards to the packaging, labeling, and then the fulfillment process. There's several options in, in essay. But now the cool part is, and this is when I say the cool part, the legwork of the demand has been done. And it's in Canada, well, in the US more than in Canada, I would say, if you look at where our top rugby following is currently from, and I say rugby following, rugby coffee following, because um, not just on the blog, but right through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and uh, it's 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 there. It's yeah. yeah. When I say there, um, I'm meaning I'm I'm still sitting in South Africa time sometime. Yeah, and it, it's still uh, getting used for me to realize I'm behind time. You guys are already one o'clock in your day. Essay is running at five six o'clock tonight again, and for me to to to, to stay ahead of it. The long and short of it is, mate, that um, with the U.S., now I'm here um, and I can engage and we can get that process going and I can oversee it. That's a great part. Uh, when I sit in a border city, uh, when I say a border city, um, Detroit, Michigan, uh, is across the river, uh, you know, like uh, I can kick a rugby ball, I can hit a golf ball as well, and I will with a good three iron hit out one of the Chrysler Building's windows. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Um, Tutinas, thanks. I, I needed to, sorry, people, I needed to go and check. Um, uh, the family is uh, little Jack and my wife has just come back, so I might just be noisy in a minute. But um, uh, I heard continue, something. continue, mate. Sorry. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's still in nursery and this is his day off from nursery. Okay, okay. So, but um, it's all good. But um, it's exciting for all of us. And, you know, uh, we know it's, it can be a quick process now for the U.S., Canada. Um, South Africa is very close. Um, UK is now there. Just got to finalize our online shop is almost there. You know, it's one or two little things that we need to sort of just uh, make sure of. And then so it can work. It might not be perfect. It's us who's been doing it. Um, and people will hopefully, like the rugby family, is they, they will look at it and understand wh where we're at. And, um, yeah, we can grow from there. But, you know, let's talk about the, the last bit. Let's talk and celebrate the, the rugby that's been going yes, on. You yes, know. yes. I mean, Six Nations. Um, till the end, it was till the last day, there was still, you know, different scenarios that could happen and then a different team can win. But, you know, um, England, uh, you know, had a difficult game, a first half against Italy, but then. You know, 
um, after France won against Ireland, England came and they did the job. And uh, they were crowned Six Nations champions for 2020. And, you know, it's great that this tournament could happen. And um, it's fantastic that uh, this happened. Um, England obviously was in a in the final against South Africa in the World Cup, and this might be another step back into it for them, you know, confidence, etc. But um, then, you know, we had the Bledisloe Cup, um, Australia, New Zealand. Um, luckily that they could get that going, and you know, um, New Zealand were overpowered. Um, Australian, one of those games Great massively. Yeah. Um, but still exciting times for Australia because new coach, new blood, new excitement coming through. And obviously, after that, Bledisloe, um, the third game, I think the first game in the Tri Nations, um, Australia went on and came back and won a game against New Zealand. Yeah. So, Shows you, um, uh, but anyway, uh, that's fantastic. So we've got Bledisloe Cup winners as New Zealand, but you know, even uh, looking at the UK, um, we're looking at Exeter and their story. Ten years ago, they were in the Championship. Now they're playing in the Premiership, and now they are Premiership and European Cup winners, um, European champions. So. That's the double, and Saracens have done it in from the teams in the UK. So amazing! Um, another good story there, and you know. Um, but then another very uh, good story is the women, England women, um, yes. and their Six Nations campaign. They've they've got a grand slam um, back to back from last season and this season, which is amazing. You know, it's a great achievement and we want to celebrate it and congratulate all these teams. Um, and then there was a bit of World Tens series going on, which is in Bermuda, which is great yeah. to see. Um, and, you know, maybe you can talk about South Africa. I mean, uh, rugby has been going on in New Zealand, Australia, um, you know, but uh, Major League Rugby will hopefully start in the new year. Um, but South Africa's got um, Super Rugby unlocked, they call it, and a Curry Cup. Can you explain that and how it works? And then, yes, um, No worries. Let's, well, let's, let's start with, run with it. Let's start with all DTH at, in Bermuda at the 10th. Oh, yeah. Uh, what a lucky to see the guy out there. And it's so lucky to, you know, that was the only rugby since I've been. Uh, uh, since I've arrived in Canada and sat here in the basement, I say my basement, but uh, everything is here and I could at least uh, get some Bermuda 10s going. So that's been my escape. And yeah, the London Royals dominated, eh? Uh, and it's good yeah, to see all the right. England, England yes. sevens players, yes. and current. Really yes, good. yes. Um, and then obviously to see how Reino Kombrink, he, when, I don't know if any of you know specifically Reino Kombrink, you know the, the player and yeah, the man. The winger, yeah, uh, no, the 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 eighth man, the Blue Bulls eighth man from back in oh. the day, Reino Kombrink, had played with me oh, at yes. Copia. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, old big Reino. So he ended up, you know, Michael House, director of rugby, and then 
he was uh, from there. He went to Polaris. So in my last two years at uh, Paul Vallejo as the director of rugby, Reno Kombrank was the director of rugby at Polaris, uh, four kilometers, five kilometers away, just on the other side of the mountain. And then um, what happened was obviously we saw each other at all these AGMs, Western Province meetings and uh, game days. We never played against each other, but I mean trials, Western Province rugby trials where our boys were involved in playing at Graven Week and we both were at Graven Week together. Um, long and short is all of a sudden um, a month ago, I get a phone call from him and this is just after uh, the process I went through and I explained to him now uh, with Parol Valet. I get a phone call from him the night and he says, Tinas, I believe you are done at PV. And I said, yes, mate, um, what's happening your side? He said, well, I'm sitting at, at an airport right now. I'm flying to the U.S. and from there I'm off to Bermuda. And so I could not believe it that just overnight these things have also changed so drastically. And then the next moment I see him being interviewed. He was the Rhinos coach, correct? So uh, he was the coach of the Rhinos. And then the cherry on top was old Bram van Straten at 49. Mm-hmm. Slotting the winning <laughs> goal. No, no, and I mean, Brampi and El Reino are old teammates of mine and uh, spent time with both Bram and, 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 and Reino two, two weeks, one week and one week in 2018 and, uh, and 2017 at the Investec Rugby Academy. So close mates, coaches and, and buddies of mine. And it's amazing what Brampi's been doing. Sorry, I'm going off the track here, but it's, it's part of the South African roundup. It's terrible what's happened to the Kings uh, yeah. down in... Uh, in uh, in the eastern province um, in Port Elizabeth and the players and what they're going through but you know Cornet uh, I get goosebumps when I say this we've been speaking since day one about a rugby family we just spoke about a rugby family in detail and that's exactly what's happened there not just from a coach perspective from a mentor perspective but from family perspective, one brother looking out for all his other brothers. And I, I don't know if you heard Brahms' interview when they, when they spoke to him. Uh, and, and he said, you know, I just couldn't stand back. Uh, and, and he started to care for King's Project. And, and I hope people are following that too. And it's something, oh, that's just beautiful. For him to lead this and then go out there at 49 as well and go slot a winning penalty, that's any fly-off's dream. Uh, when we talk rugby and we talk super rugby unlocked, obviously I'm smiling, brother. Um, the Blue Bulls um, are back. Jake White is back in charge there. He's brought some old guns back as well, just as the Cheetahs has and Francis Stein back in Free State and in an orange-white jersey, a beautiful sight. Um, there's a revival of rugby, if you want to call it. Uh, in the Free State, there's a buzz, although the stands are empty. No one's allowed to watch it. Uh, the media is in a frenzy. Uh, the cheetahs are looking like uh, the cheetahs of old. Like I think we spoke the other day. Uh, when was it about you know going and? Oh yes, it was when we spoke to Valalam. Uh, and we'll get to that part too. Uh, we spoke about going to golf season free state and and the vibe there. And that's what France train has created going back there. But um, yeah, the bulls are you know at the threshold of clinching this this title really and. Uh, the um, the Western Province Rugby Union, yeah, I think behind the scenes is what's worrying there. Uh, the team won't perform uh, whilst what's going on is going on in the boardrooms and people resigning and you know liquidations and I don't know for all our listeners out there in the world, uh, you know, virtually the last rugby game was played at Newlands, the allowed ground of rugby in South Africa, where Donny Craven's ashes are scattered. Um, on the field, 
that's done. Western Province Rugby will be playing in a you know in a new venue uh, in the foreseeable future, uh, which is Greenpoint Stadium. No, uh, look, the Curry Cup will start soon, which is totally out of this uh, the normal season. Yeah, and it will be exciting to have those. Uh, guys, new youngsters coming through. Um, and it's a shame that South Africa couldn't take part, um, decided not to take part, which is mm. totally uh, understandable. It is. Obviously, um, South Africa in a rugby championship is important. But, you know, as, uh, as New Zealand, Australia is ahead in terms terms of preparation and game time, etc., and hopefully we can uh, get some um, games in because I know the the Lions are going to have Japan over in Edinburgh to play um, a test after um, the season ahead of the Lions tour, which is the big um, thing coming up um, in 2021. But let um, let's leave it there, Tinesa. It's uh, thirty seven minutes into this. Just a f- couple of announcements that yes. we want you to sort of be aware of that we're gonna uh, you know do in the next few days. Yes, um, we are excited about a new ambassador coming on board. <laughs> Very, and it will uh, um, be someone that addresses the balance a little bit. Um, it is some someone that is not that well known. Um, it's someone that is got a lot ahead of themselves, um, and it's someone that that's uh, you know very driven, has to look um, and look after themselves in many ways. Um, so their journey is 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 a very a disciplined one, a very driven one. So that's that's an exciting thing. And then uh, with you not being in South Africa, we have a representative there that we're going to announce soon um, that is going to be our man on the ground uh, while we oversee things from over here. Um, we've got a, cu- a couple of people there that that's um, helping us out, but then this specific person is going to be announced as a representative. So we're excited about that. Yes, your your role and my role is overseeing global operations, and then your focus, U- U.S. and Canada, well, my including South Africa, mine mine as well, but then U.K. Europe, and then. We, as we grow, we uh, will find the right people, uh, as we have done with our ambassadors, uh, people that's been happy to be involved. Amen. You know, so exciting times. Um, so, in the next week, next few days, watch out for announcements online. Um, and yeah, Tinas, um, the curveball, you know, has come in. We are running with it. You know, we only pass it. Um, to uh, where there's better opportunity. So, um, you know, you understand that and you support that and then you might get that ball back to run with. So, to score the try. So, we excited scoring the try for us in the next week would be getting online and we're hoping to do that. And, you know, these announcements will be amazing. And then last thing is we still have... um, a podcast um, to be uh, coming out soon once we uh, get a time with 
with Jock Berger, which will be a fantastic one to look out for. But um, thank you for listening. Um, and please follow our, our journey, um, rugbycoffee.com. Get on, um, put your email address in to, to hear from us. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, blogs, blogger, um, and LinkedIn. And, uh, yeah, get involved. Um, buy our coffee once it's ready in your country. And, yeah, thank you for your support um, thus far. Tinas, thank you again. Um, we're really proud to have come this far um, with you as well and uh, with all the different balls that was uh, kicked to us. Um, we're catching it and we're dealing with it. And, yeah, we're looking forward to what's next. Arthur, I say thank you. Good luck. And um, especially with this lockdown and everything happening, my thoughts are with you. And uh, yes, let's do this thing. Exciting times. Watch this space. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Thanks for listening.